I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Oh, I'm not over here. Why can't you see me? Oh, all right, that's it. I'm not singing. Uh, yeah, I thought you were gonna go all the way. Well, hopefully the Phillies do. Oh, I tell you what, man. I'm not gonna sing. Uh, I'm not gonna sing anymore because I. You know, we already have negative one listeners, and I don't want to go down to like negative eight. Yeah, you might have you might have killed a couple that aren't don't yeah. even exist. Yeah, <laughs> my dog just tried to jump off a bridge. Uh, now we'll, we're going to do our own crossover show here, uh, kind of old school it, uh, where we used to just talk about everything before we broke it all up. But um, now the uh, the Phillies are on fire. Uh, game three tomorrow, as we record this. Uh, 10 nothing uh, victory last night. Uh, absolutely just amazing. Now it felt, you know, as, as any other Phillies game has gone uh, to me now, granted this one didn't really have that feeling up until about nah, them scoring. I think it was like 8 nothing. I felt comfortable. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but that uncomfortability like really set in the first eh, five innings, six innings or so. Yeah, it was, I mean, look, very first pitch that the Phillies faced is a schwar bomb. Then you go what one one more at bat, you get to Bryce, and Bryce fucking blasts one. Or Trey. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, the game I two is Trey, and then Schwarber Schwarber goes and on the second at bat and smashes one on his third at bat, smashes another one. And that's what the early scoring was. It was those two guys really just making it happen. And then all of a sudden, it just went off the rails with JT with a massive hit. Uh, Bomer getting involved. Uh, just, just really cool stuff. And then I just I had to laugh at Jake Cave trying to <laughs> stretch that double into a triple. Yeah. Um, he was trying. <laughs> he, hey, he was trying. It, it, it is what it is. You know, I'm, I'm guilty of that too, believe it or not. You know, the funny thing is, and uh, I don't mean to mock the guy, but Jay Cave reminds me of like you or me. Yeah, and he's like 30. <laughs> hey, like I said, dude, I, I am very much guilty of trying to stretch, stretch hits from singles into doubles and doubles into triples, and it never works out well. So, um, I, oops, I did have a question for you on on this whole thing, um, and, and a reason why I bring him up, even though he had that nice face flop slide. Um, uh, it's been kind of re- not really reported, but in in the uh, the dirt sheets of, of of Phillies baseball, if you will, of who goes if they do indeed make the World Series and they do indeed decide to include Reese Hoskins. And Jake Cave's name is pretty much at the top of that list. Cave, the only other one I could see is maybe Edmundo Sosa. Yeah, I think I think he's too um, versatile. Yeah, that's the thing. He's just too versatile, and nobody else fits like he does. You're not going to send Rojas. You're not going to send Pache. No, no. You know, it's got to be Cave. It's got to be. Unfortunately, it's got to be Cave because you're not going to send a pitcher either. No, and the, subs. the uh, one thing I thought with Cave, too, and this was weird. I don't know if you noticed this, but the end of the kind of in the garbage time of yesterday's game, um, you know, they subbed out uh, Schwarber, which is funny because he's DHing, mm-hmm. but he did run the bases a little bit, so maybe he really was tired. Yeah, he, dude, I think he was just blown <laughs> up from, from stretching, man. Yeah, and they sub out JT and Sosa's in the field, so they make a lot of substitutions. But the one I thought was strange is you have Cave uh, make the at-bat. And I thought, well, surely he's going to be taking over for Harper at first. Yeah. I mean, they're up 10 to nothing. And sure as anything, Bryce stays in the game. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, all right, so everybody except for Bryce came out of the game. Like, yeah. I mean, not, that's not exactly. No, but that's how it felt. Right. It was just weird. I was like, "Huh." I just used them for an at-bat? Like I I just thought that was odd. I don't know. I, I don't I don't doubt that that was Topper's plan was to put him it was to put him in in place of Harper. And then Bryce was like, "Yeah, no. No. I ain't yeah. coming out Topper." Like, fuck that. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it, it just was uh it was one of those like strange things where it was like, okay, yeah, obviously it's garbage time. We see it a lot in um these high scoring games in the regular season where you have um you know uh these these this basically the scoreboard gets run up and you're just trying to get people plenty of time because you're trying to protect your 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 regular guys. Um yeah. that's that's just how it is. It's been that way. Baseball, football hockey, whatever, you name it. I mean, it's just the right. way it is. Like, you try to protect your starting lineup, your your top guys. And I just thought that was funny because, like I said, you had Sosa, Stubbs uh, come in uh, as defensive replacements, and then that guy pinch hits and does not really nothing because he pinch hits for Schorber. <laughs> so, Well, and, and, you know, there's something to be said, too, for getting guys in situations where you can – getting them at bats, getting them in the field, and just getting them some reps where in it's not a high-leverage situation, it's not a high-pressure situation, but it is under the lights, trying to get them used to that in a low-pressure situation, like Kirkering. Right. You know, you had Kirkering come in, and I'm not no pitching situation to me in the MLB playoffs, especially when you get to the, the League Championship Series and above, is a low stakes pitching situation, but to get him in there then when it doesn't really matter if he lets up a run or two, that's what you got to do. You got to get these guys in and get them used to the spotlight, get them used to everything right. that's going on in the atmosphere. So I, I thought it was, I thought it was a good good plan, but yeah, that that struck me as odd too. The cave. Well, and as I'm looking it, at the box right? score and see if this makes sense now, um, and and again, I don't know. So obviously, you know, DH role is across the board and has been now for for some time. Um, well, Cave, you know, pinch it uh, first over as a DH. So I assume you have to fill that spot in the lineup. So if he does move to first, then you have to slide somebody over. But can you move? Can you? You can swap people in and out, can't you? Like so, let's say Cave pinch it for Schwarber. Can you then not? swap Harper over to DH and cave to first or maybe that's not a possibility you can it's a it's a position change they have to stay obviously in their you know in their spot in the lineup but right. as far as I know you, you can, can still do a position it's okay like a, it's kind of like a double switch it's just know? treated okay it's just treated like a regular I just wasn't sure I wasn't I'm still not entirely familiar as long as I watch baseball the DH thing still it's a bit odd to me. You know what? Let me Google it now because now you got me second guessing myself. Right? Yeah, that's what I. That's the only because I thought about that. I was like, wonder why I didn't slide over for Harper, and and so let's say that he does, then you're opening the uh, DH spot right back up. So you either have to put someone there that's in the game, I would think, if that's possible, or you'd have to put in someone else off the bench. Okay, here you go. So if the defensive player for whom the DH is batting bats pinch hits okay so another eligible substitute may place dh while at bat on a basis has to substitute becoming the new dh so can a designator hit okay can a designated hit here we go dh takes a position in the field you lose the dh for the rest of the game and the pitcher has to bat for himself the rest of the way Thing that is permissible is that you can substitute one player for another as a DH, but you can't. Okay, so yeah, no. It, so if they would have taken, so he had to play. He had to play DH. Okay, he have taken over first base. Okay, that's why. Okay, so that's why that was done that way. Okay. So now we look like idiots for having that conversation for fucking. No, no, I, I think it's well. Here's the thing. You know, I don't care as long as I've watched baseball. As you, we, we were nationally people um so we'd never really have had to follow that rule um to the t uh ever you know right i mean so i, I think it's I, I just think it's reasonable to to ask those questions i don't think it makes anyone sound stupid at all i just i think it's um it's really something that not, not i'd say most casual fans probably aren't aware of unless they've were following american league teams for quite some time yeah and that's the thing like i mean we're National League fans. We don't really know the ins. We're still learning the ins. Exactly. Out. This is kind of new to us. Yeah. So yeah. this these fuckers come in here with their oh, we don't want to have to think and make decisions based on 
lineups and where the pitcher hits and blah, 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 blah. We're too stupid. So you got to dumb down the game for us. Exactly. Uh, it's, you know. <laughs> oh, man. But now it's exciting. We're uh, we're rolling. Um, let's let's kind of turn back, though, to Sunday. I know you said you've had some time to digest, further digest the uh, Eagles game. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. So I think I was a little too harsh on on a couple things. Um, so I just wanted to – so I, I was wrong on the Jets' rush defense. They're not ranked 26th. They're ranked 29th. Um, so <laughs> even, even more inexcusable to not fucking run. Uh, so Brian Johnson still needs to get his shit together. You know, I still stick by Jalen didn't necessarily lose us the game, but he didn't do enough to win it. Right. Um, the defense, after looking at some, after looking at some replays and stuff, defense did great for what they had. Um, think about if you think about it, four or three field goals in the first half, and then another field goal, and then a touchdown. And the touchdown they let him score because they were trying to get the ball back. Right. So I, I mean. You got to count the touchdown, but at the same time, there's mitigating circumstances surrounding it. So it's one of those things where. Yeah, they, they parted the Red Seal on that one for him. Right. I mean, so. And now I, I am definitely concerned with the defense, especially I'm still concerned about the lack of turnovers. You had Zach Wilson. But honestly, if you look at this, look at the stats from the. Uh, from the games they played against really good quarterbacks and. I think it's between Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Jalen Hurts, and Zach Wilson. There's been nine interceptions thrown between those four quarterbacks in those three games. Mm-hmm. Only one of them was thrown by Zach Wilson. Yeah. That's... He's doing a good job of protecting the ball. Um, you know, they're de- the Jets' defense give them all the credit in the world. Um, they're not a championship caliber run defense, but when the other team's offensive line is basically you know three players instead of the five it's supposed to be you know they and when the offense gives up when the the offensive coordinator gives up on the run they took advantage of what was in front of them just like with the eagles last year people say oh the eagles had a weak schedule the eagles had a weak schedule they took advantage of what was in front of them the jets right. defense on sunday took advantage of what was in front of them they snuffed everything out Jalen's trying to play a hero ball, and Devontae Smith dropped passes that should have been easy catches, which lead to points. The uh, let's go back to let's let's not let's not completely, you know, like you said, you know, got to give the Jets a little credit here. Let's turn back time here a couple weeks, and they have a they're down seventeen nothing against the Chiefs in a game they almost come back and win. Um. I mean, they lost that game by a field goal. Yeah. Uh, it's look, they're not slouches. I think this is a yeah. good team. Um, I, I think this was, you know, a harder loss to swallow being earlier in the season than the first loss last year. Right. But that said, I'm kind of glad it was gotten out of the way. Um, now, just to kind of say, okay, maybe this is where you can really start seeing. What changes need to be made? Um, are we going to have to, you know, make some changes with some play calling? Are we, you know, going to have to really look at, you know, certain things? Obviously, we need to start putting glue on Devonta's hands. You know, <laughs> yeah. no, hey, look. See, here's what it boils down to for me, and, and you're 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 aiming the right way. So for me, the reason that this one hurts so bad, last year it sucked when we lost to Washington, but the deal is this: last year. We were playing lights out football from week two on. Right. This year, every single win has been a struggle. Nothing has looked pretty. No. We finally started to maybe see some glimpses that that things were starting to turn around. And then we have this game where it, it seems like the offense completely shits the bed. The other thing that we have to look at with this team, and it's not an excuse because every single team goes through this, but we have to to take stock and realize that the team we started the season with is not the team that we currently have. No, we're missing two two fifths of our starting offensive line. We're missing eight 
defensive backs. Which is insane. We are down to one healthy safety. We have, and even the guys we're bringing in to put in the cut to replace people who are hurt are getting hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so Bradley Roby, who we brought in to be a nickelback, he was, he to stabilize that position, played pretty well in the first game that he played for us. And then in the second game, gets hurt. And it's the same fucking injury that Avante Maddox went down with. Not as severe. It doesn't look like he's going to have to have surgery and miss the rest of the season. But we're getting these, it's these soft tissue injuries again that for years were what was killing us was soft tissue injuries. And now we're starting to see them again. And I mean, last year we made, we made out remarkably well on the injury front. There was, we started every single player on offense and defense that we started week one. As far as there were no injuries to our starters on offense or defense, no team had ever done that before. Right. And so there are things that, that are working against us. This harder schedule. Shit, man, we got murderers row coming up. Oh, yeah. You know, I, there's not there's not a cream puff until we get to the Giants. And even the Giants, the Giants almost oh. took out the Bills. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, so, not, let's not kid ourselves there. It's it's tough road ahead. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough season the rest of the way. Hopefully, uh, Brian Johnson either a gets his head out of his ass, or b gets replaced as play caller. But it can't be Nick Sirianni because we know he can't call plays on offense either. Right. And here's the other thing: if Nick Sirianni, because he's said a couple times, oh that was my call. If he's the one that's fucking the play calling up he needs to stop yeah because we know that he can't call the offense he's shown it he's admitted it he's given up play calling in the past shane steichen was the genius behind the offense just like with doug peterson frank reich was the genius behind the offense so you know what maybe what happens is after this year frank reich gets fired in carolina and then we bring him back here as our offensive coordinator again. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you saw saw this. He said Shane Stike and uh, Anthony Richardson is done for this season. So, yeah. 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 That's, which but, is a shame because, yeah, that sucks. I think he was looking really promising to me. So, yeah. still, it's still the same problem, though, that he had in college where his completion percentage was, you know, oh, hot, yeah, hard. atrocious. But, but I think uh, definitely. As far as the Colt, and I know we typically don't talk about like teams like this, but as far as the Colt are concerned, who like, had no quarterback stability at all, he he at least looked to be okay. This is a guy we can build around, right? You know, or at least, or at least, you know, he can he can mature and he can progress and he can be like the guy, and then can't make it through like what week five, and uh, he's done. So right, so we'll see. Um, all right, uh, the Flyers won their home opener shutout. The um, fuck who Vancouver shut out Vancouver uh, two nothing. Sean Couturier scores a a penalty shot goal. So and they, yeah. they did all their scoring in the first period. There were no goals after the first period. So great job by the Flyboys to to lock up that home opener. Um, excited to see how they turn out. Like I said, you know nobody's nobody's got any expectations as far as. Stanley Cup or playoffs, even, you know, it's, I still don't think that they're going to be a great team, but I feel like they're going to show some fight. And that's all that I really need to see this year. Yeah. They're two and one. Um, I mean, it's a hey, long season. It's a long season, but hey, you know what? It's uh, better. It's better than starting 0 and 3. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So, yeah. all right. Let's get in some gaming shit. Yeah. Um, so, a couple things. Number one, um, I tried to, I, just to gauge the market to see what I could get for it. Um, I took the, I took the worms limited, 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 your limited run, <laughs> my limited run worms to, uh, to our local game store. And they offered me $80 in store credit for it. Oh. So I was a little bit upset by that. Um, obviously I didn't do it. Uh, I, I'm considering it. Because Super Mario Wonder comes out, right, 
and I really want that game. Um, but eighty, I don't know, dude, eighty bucks after all of the trials and tribulations of getting yeah, yeah. Like not a slap in the face, but like I think I'll hold on to it for a little longer. It's still sealed, you know. It's. Is it going to say? Is there any market for it on eBay or anything? Or uh, so. Here's the problem. If you look it up, if you just type it, type the title in, mm-hmm. there's some that sold for like, and they go anywhere from the like back in over the summer. Apparently, some shipped early. Oh, I got you. And I was just one of the lucky ones that didn't get mine until fucking October. Um, but some of them sold for like around a hundred. Some of them sold for like around ninety, which it, it cost ninety when right. it original when it you know when you bought bought it. Um, so it sold for 90, but some of them have sold for as high as 200 and 200 plus. But if you scan the UPC that's on it, it only brings up two current auctions that are around like 100, 150, and there's no complete, there's no sold mm, auction gotcha. at that gotcha. by looking up by the UPC. And I believe that's what they do is they look it up by the UPC with their with their POS system. And I'm not calling the system a piece of shit. Right, right, right. System. Um, and that's where they, they have some kind of like aggregator that, that goes and looks at the prices and, and all that stuff. Um, so that's where we're at with that. But I, I was, I'm considering it because I really want Super Mario Wonder. But I also kind of feel like I, I should really just hold on to this and, and just see if it improves or not. And if it doesn't improve... Oh well, I got a cool little knickknack that I'll eventually yeah know, yeah you're fine. With, but. yeah it's it's one of those things I can't see it like you know grossly devaluing right uh, Unless so I open it. yeah right right exactly and and you know it's one of those things like um kind of the point it's it was limited printed so I mean you know it's it's not you know they're not going to be making anymore yeah but I, you know I mean so yeah you might you might you might luck out in the long run yeah but. Since we are talking about Super Mario Wonder, I do want to. I found a new, um, new little bit of information on that. So you've you're familiar with with the game, right? Yes. All right, and you're you're familiar with basically what they were going to do, right? Uh, what do you mean? Like, like what the whole goal of it is? Yeah, yeah. I, I like I've seen enough of uh, articles and kind of screens and a little bit of videos, and I saw the Nintendo's announcement, you know, so. I mean, I'm familiar enough with it. I, I know that they uh, there was um, I don't know, it was, I don't know if it was a borrow or they really used some mechanics from like uh, Super Mario Maker. Yes, you know, to kind of bring this one to life. So yeah, and and it looks super duper cool. It's it's much different than any other Mario game that we've played. Um, here's here's something that I, I can't stop thinking about this. And I really wish that they would integrate this into a game, right? So Koji Kondo, who does a lot of the uh, music and stuff for for Nintendo games, his pitch for Super Mario Wonder was that instead of the elephant, or in addition to the elephant, whatever, you know, one of the wonder effects from getting a wonder flower is that it would turn Mario into, and I quote, well, I'm just going to read his quote. I shared the idea of an eight heads tall, life-sized, live-action Mario humming along with the background music as he goes along. <laughs> when he jumps, he says to himself, Boing? The idea was never used, though. I felt I had to take the lead in going to the extreme. <laughs> I swear to God, I now need this <laughs> in a game. Because I just keep picturing it, and I'm like, dude, why do we not have this? Exactly, it's it's like such a great idea, right? I mean, like, I legitimately I need this in a game now, because like, <laughs> it just it cracks me up every time I think about it. I just like giggle to myself. I'm like, that's so fucking stupid. We should but just uh, we should start petitioning for it. We should. I want to see that in the in the the next Super Mario movie. Yeah, the like Chris Pratt just pop up in live action, like boing. Exactly. Like here's the here's the funny thing. Like you know the way that whole universe is. Like part of it just sits there and they just make fun of themselves anyway. 
Right. So it would just make perfect sense for them to do that. Yeah. It's so fucking surreal. Like, and I love it. I feel like, dude, can you imagine? All right, listen, we don't really partake in psychoactive experiences. No. However, can you imagine somebody high on, you know, pick your, pick your hallucinogen playing that game. And then a live action Mario <laughs> pops up on the fucking screen and starts talking. People would lose their shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It would be hilarious, man. I, I, I would do that just being, you know, stone cold sober too. I mean, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, that's, that's such a fantastic idea. I really wish they would have gone through with that one. Me too. Like it's, man. it's such a where it's such a WarioWare idea. Yeah. Like, I feel like it should be in the next WarioWare game. They should just use that because that would be, that would be the best. Yeah, they're um, gonna have to incorporate that somewhere along the way now. God, I now know. now that they've put that out there, yeah, you know, like now it's gonna be like one of those under the radar things. They're gonna slap in somewhere along the way. Well, I hope so. You I know. hope the next, <laughs> I hope the next like mainline Mario game is digitized like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and it's just it's like live action and you, you get some guy in like a like a rubber bowser suit like rawr, <laughs> get jack black get jack black yeah. in a bowser suit <laughs> but, um so the other thing that, that's come out about this game is it's disturbing how many people are into the elephantized versions of princess peach and princess daisy and even rosalina even though she's not in the game <laughs> like what is it rule 34 is that the is that the rule of the internet uh, I think it's rule 34. uh you know what i don't yes yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. well right. dude they're rule 34 and the fuck out of these characters i'm not surprised <laughs> and, and even nintendo played into it though so nintendo had this picture it was bowser walks up to peach and goes to hand her a flower, and then an, one of the elephant apples falls and hits her in the head, and she turns into Elephant Peach, and his jaw hits the ground, his eyes go out like a cart like the cartoon wolf, and he pulls the flower away, and then pulls out a bunch of flowers. <laughs> <laughs> so even Bowser, Bowser's rule thirty four in the fuck out of the the Elephant Peach. Yeah, it's uh, I've I've seen some of the the screens and stuff and some of that stuff and I don't know it it cracks me up, man. Like the uh, I don't know it, it, it's weird because you take like a really simple concept and people will just run. Oh yeah, like to no end with it and uh, it's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it's all in all though. That, I tell you what, the game looks really really cool. Um, kind of excited to see. Uh, you know, kind of a first hand on it because of everything I've seen, as far as like I said, Nintendo's video and articles I've read, and different different screenshots and whatever else. Um, I don't know, it's definitely one I want to I want to get my hands on. That's a that's a must play. Yeah, you know. Um, all right. So next up on the video game docket is um, the Atari resurgence, if you will. Have you seen the the uh 2600 plus and the pro the pros i can't remember what the hell the pro system is called atari pro is it the not the game state is it the game station no yeah 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 yeah. so the the game station pro okay yeah the my arcade thing yeah yes have <clears> you <throat> seen these two i'm i'm the uh for whatever reason the uh the Game Station Pro thing, like that name stuck in my head. I, don't, I must have, because I get a lot of the, uh, you know, I'm sure, sure, like me, I get a lot of the video game uh, articles just from all the stuff that I read. And I saw that come through. I might, may have just been a link or something, but that name stuck in my head. Okay. Uh, I just pulled it up now, and that's really cool looking. So I've been, I, I've stumbled across a couple reviews of these, and I, I found a compare and contrast on the Game Station Pro and the 2600 plus and so the 2600 plus is basically um essentially a software emulation through the hardware where you actually use 2600 cartridges and 7800 cartridges it's shaped like the old 2600 it's a four switch not the heavy sixer mm -hmm. so but it's still got the wood grain 
um, and you can it plays through HDMI, and it actually has the switches for like the aspect ratio and stuff on the like their physical switches. It uses all the old peripherals. It uses an updated um, classic controller, like the classic just one button stick. Yeah, stick. Seventy eight hundred controllers. Very cool, especially if you have a large collection of games. Right for the for the old Atari systems. Now, the GameStation Pro is fully emulation. It's loaded up with over 200 games, some of them being Atari games from the 2600, 7800, the um, and the what you call it, um, and a, a arcade games. Then there's other games on there that were included as well. Yeah, I was trying I to find the game list here. Um, yeah, because they're they're actual my arcade website's not exactly helpful in that sense. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And um but it, it's got let me see yeah let me see if I can find uh um, yeah I, I just I'm pulling up another one off of uh, armchair arcade um that shows the full list and it's pretty extensive. Uh it's 82 titles from the 2600 it's seven titles from the 5200, 10 titles from the 7800, 39 titles from the arcade. And then it has bonus games on there uh, that count up from Pico Interactive Arcade 8 and 16-bit error titles, uh, 63 of those. So, yeah. It's got a lot on there. <laughs> oh, dude. Mega 3D's Noah's, Mega 3D Noah's Ark is on it. Let's Are see. you familiar with that game? No. So that game is fucking stupid. It's Wolfenstein 3D, but it's skinned with wood walls, like you're on the arc, and you have a you have a slingshot, and you have to go and slingshot all the animals. Oh wow! Um, yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> that is insane. But so here's the cool thing with, with the uh, uh, why can I the GameStation Pro right? So the GameStation Pro obviously it's a little bit more high tech with the controllers. It's got multiple buttons on the controllers. It actually has a paddle built into the controller so that like you know remember the paddle controllers for the twenty six hundred? They had the little thing, and so with the with the twenty six hundred plus. You have to buy paddle controllers if you want to use them, or you can use the old paddle controllers. Like anything extra you want to do, you've got to put, you've got to shell out money for it, right? Right, right. This, so the the GameStation Pro, the controllers have the joystick. They have multiple buttons. So I think it has three action buttons. It has a B button, a C button, and an A button. Uh, one's on top of the stick, one's on the front of the stick, like a trigger, and one's on the actual base of the controller, right? You can use any connect, any, uh, is it Connect X or X Connect? Um, the controllers that you can use with like PC and stuff, like Xbox controllers and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I see there's all, and I see that it's got two USB C's on the front of this thing too. Right. So, so. you can use like a litany of different controllers with this system um, and, and some wireless too. Uh, as far as I understand, I could be. Yeah, look, yeah, I think you're right. So there's, so you've got more options that way. You can use controllers you already own with this. You don't have to go out and buy other stuff. The control, like I said, the controllers have the paddle built onto them, so you can twist that when you're playing like Breakout or Arkanoid or whatever. Here's the here's the kicker. It has a micro SD card slot. Mm. So it is also expandable. And the channel that I, the video I was watching, the guy was playing Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Super Nintendo, NES, Genesis, Game Gear. Like, I kind of had a feeling being a my arcade thing that that thing was wide open. Yeah. <laughs> so, and not to mention that it's cheaper. Right. True. Good point. So, I, I kind of feel like that's, that's the way that, like, I, I want them both because I'm a fucking nerd. But if I were forced to pick one or the other, I would pick the one that has not only the games built in, 
but will work with shit that I already have and that I can add more to. Yeah, as far as that retro, the retro look is concerned, the 2600 plus is obviously wins hands down. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it looks cool. It just has that 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 old school Atari feel to it. But yeah, no, and I, it's funny. This my my arcade stuff has come up before in different things because I've uh, used to follow a lot of different feeds of people that got like what was what are the the things that they would the the oh the the my pockets or whatever the heck those things are oh yeah the ones with like um the one that had like bases loaded one and two on it yeah those things and um but those those handheld systems and I'm trying to think what they were what were they called. Oh, they had. They look like little, um, little Game Boys in a way, but people were hacking them because you could throw all sorts of ROMs on them and stuff, and it was like an easy way to. Um, and this goes back a few years now, but it was like a, a cheap, easy way to basically get like a little emulator in your pocket, and because uh, the my arcade stuff was just so open for it. The only thing I ever read about stuff, well, their stuff, was that or their, because it was so cheap, their hardware tended to be in that same vein right. like it just really wasn't well put together this thing i don't know i've had durability but it's also not a portable system so right I, well and that's the thing like the guy actually tested some of the um like he he went through and tested like the tension on the stick and he tested everything about it and it looks really good it, like it looks like it's a legit like this is going to be like their premium type thing where it's actually a good system that's going to last. Right. And honestly, even if it doesn't, like if the controllers don't last, being able to use Xbox controllers and PlayStation controllers and whatnot, kind of, who cares, you know? Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, no, and that's whenever I was in the Raspberry Pi stuff years and years and years ago, I remember going through and buying like all the knockoff uh, retro like, SNES controllers and Nintendo controller and all this stuff and some stuff worked to varying degrees. Some stuff felt cheap, but then you also go back and like, oh yeah, well I only paid like eight bucks for this thing. Of course, it's not going to be very good, but I would go back and I would just hook up my uh, PS3 controller, and that thing worked like a charm yeah. for everything. You know, it did. I mean, I had no gripes about it because it was a solid controller and it worked just fine. Um, and then he moved forward to I stopped messing with that and I got uh, my hands on, you know, the SNES Classic. And uh, my biggest gripe with that thing was the controller cables are too short. Um, they're, they're literally like three feet long. I mean, just, there's no, no length to them. So I bought the over or aftermarket like extensions. Mm-hmm. So basically they're just cable extensions. They work great um, unless like someone walks by and yeah. then they stop and then you're you gotta like you can't pause because it's become <laughs> it's become unplugged and then you've got to hope that you can get it slid back in there and it works otherwise get a re- you know reset um and that was really my biggest complaint with that so i've always had kind of like these little issues with controllers and these types of systems so the fact that it can use legitimate controllers yeah i think that's that's a huge plus so I'm I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, trying to think if there was any other. Uh, trying to think if there's any other game related stuff. That yeah, I, I was I was gonna say I uh, uh, hopped on the uh, the PS Plus thing fairly recently and downloaded a couple things, um, but I really haven't played. The kids have been playing a little bit of Two Point Hospital. Um, not terribly recently, you know, with the with the with, with the Phillies in the uh, <laughs> playoffs here, <laughs> it, it tends to go away, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did, but I'm look. Have they played? Um, that reminds me. I I re- just remember what the other game thing I want to talk about is. Did have they played um, Nidhog yet or Nidhog Two? No, no, not yet, dude. I don't remember if it's leaving plus soon or not or if it if it may have already left if it's already left look for it on sale if it hasn't left you've got to try it that game is amazing it's it's so simple but it's so fun we had Peyton and I had so much fun playing that game 
and we took it over to my friend's house and played over there. And again, it's it's just it's a hit. It's yeah, still, it's still available. It's just uh, they're six, six right now. They're six bucks a piece. Oh, dude i I would drop. I, I would do that right away. Um, whether you get the first one or the second, I would try the. See, there's there's pluses and minuses of both. And the first one I really like because I like the aesthetic better. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one has goofier, like character graphics, but there's a ton more um stages gotcha so if you like the game get the first one and if you like the gameplay on that one because that's the one that made me really like it right and you're looking for more courses or whatever then go then get the second one gotcha okay but highly recommend it it's a fencing game and it's it sounds it's almost like a tug of war basically is the way to the best way to explain it you have to kill the other person and then try and run all the way to the end of their their side of the screen. So, and then you have to get, so you start off in the middle and then there's two screens here and then a kill screen and then two screens here and then a kill screen. So you're, so the whole goal is to kill them, run through the other two screens and then get to the end of the kill screen. Gotcha. Okay. And it's simple. But Peyton and I played one round of it for 20 minutes. No kidding. Yeah. We we killed each other over 200 times. <laughs> and then the cool, it's not gory or anything. Like you have a yellow dude and an orange dude, and they fight each other. And then when they when they die, they just explode into pixels of their color. Oh, okay. And gotcha. then it stays on the it stays on the ground. So like it. As you're going through, you'll just have these areas that you can tell. Wow, we killed each other a lot here because the fl- the whole floor oh, is all covered up with pixels. Yellow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's it's really cool though, man. And then I just I highly 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 recommend it. Um, Nidhogg Two is available on the Switch, but the first one isn't. So if you you know if you decide to go to the Switch route, you can get it on there. Still a good game. It's just the graphics are a lot more goofy, like. You go from um, me, Schnidhog to yeah. I just I quickly threw them up in my uh, app just to see and I definitely see what you mean. But no, that does yeah, sound cool yeah. though. So it's it's definitely you know it's a fun game and I I can't recommend it enough for anybody that likes to play couch co op. Yeah, yeah, no. Nah. I uh, try to think, you know, they'll uh, they'll go back for Tommy's back in Among Us again a little bit. Um, you know, routinely we'll throw on Fall Guys or something. I know I'll even pick that up from time to time. Oh, there's the there's the other thing we need to talk about. I'll let you finish, and then we'll. No, no, that was that was pretty much it. <laughs> so, first thing before we get to the bad thing. Um, so I, I watched an interesting video of somebody putting Babe Ruth on a random team in the show, mm-hmm. um, in the show 23, and he ended up on the Cubs. And it's really cool what he tried to do. He wanted to see how Babe Ruth would, how his career would turn out in the majors. Now, and he ended up on the Cubs, and after a few years, I just found this funny, like after a few years, he came up for free agency. And he left the Cubs and went to the Phillies. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but, but during that whole time, the Phillies hadn't made the playoffs and didn't make the playoffs until the after, until the year that they cut Babe Ruth. And then they signed Babe Ruth to like a, an 11-year, $300 million plus contract and then cut him like four or five years into the deal. And then the next year they won 101 games and <laughs> we're in the playoffs. So, but we do need to talk about Fall Guys. Okay. So Epic Games, the owners of Mediatonic, who are the developers of uh, Fall Guys, laid off 99% of the staff of Mediatonic. Holy crap. So enjoy Fall Guys while you can. Because I can't see it lasting too much longer with one percent of the staff working on the game. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so that yeah, the report came out uh, three weeks ago. That's crazy. 
Yeah. Wow. And and this leads us to a bigger conversation. Number one, pre- game preservation, because it's an online game. There's no way to, for us to preserve it. Right. But Peyton and I have been having arguments lately about skins and on and cosmetics for games because he wants to buy skins for Fortnite and for Roblox and all that stuff. And I told him when this when I when this news broke, I was like, hey, remember all that stuff we paid money for in in Fall Guys? Because I had bought the game before it mm-hmm. went free to play. I bought it. And so, you know, I was invested in it. And I had bought a couple things here and there. I I typically don't do the the microtransaction stuff. Mm -hmm. There was a couple things that I bought. And now all that money's gone. And will not be, you know, maybe it's a year, maybe it's two years. But the game is not going to survive without developers. No, and so here's a a question. Do you think this was a, uh, we made our money and now we're going to shut it down? Before it starts trickling out? Maybe. Or, I mean, it could just also be that the CEO of Epic Games wanted more money for his fucking pockets. And so, fuck those guys. What have they yeah. done for us lately? I just thought it was it's a weird because they're, uh, that doesn't quite have the uh, the reach of the, the Minecraft licensing, but you do see it on, on different products and stuff. So, it's not right. like it's uh, just, oh, well, it's just a game and they do that. No, it's, it's on other stuff. Right. So, it's... Um, and they that do weird. crossovers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, with, I've seen it. remember playing on the PC before it even hit console. And there was, like, Doom crossovers. Right. And I've seen, you know, there's recently, and I know I'm not sure if say recently, but there's been WWE crossovers, and there's been... Halo crossovers. You know, yeah. You know, you name it, there's been it uh, Among Us, and, yeah. you know, these, these really, obviously, well-known properties have, you know, it's... And, well, here's the thing, too. Um, if you have Amazon Prime, about every month they still give you some kind of freebie with Fall Guys. I mean, that's been something long-standing. They've done right. that for a long time now. So that's weird. Yeah. Really weird. So I'm not not thrilled with that. Um, and then I guess one more one more on the Nintendo. Uh, so we had talked about couple episodes back we talked about all all of the dlc being finished up for mario kart 8 Mm -hmm. um, talking about a physical copy with the complete game on it they are releasing it are they really yeah wow um and they are they are releasing much like they did with pokemon sword and shield they're releasing a, a physical copy of um scarlet and violet that has the dlc on the cartridge However, and here's the caveat, they've only finished the first half of the DLC, and in order to get it out in time for Christmas, they're releasing <laughs> it with just the first half of the DLC on the cartridge, of course. and the second half you still have to download. Of course. So, make it make sense. Yeah. Big shock. Um, kind of dumb. But, alright, so what else uh, What else we have going on in the world today? I don't know, man. I don't. I don't really have anything uh, else that I was kind of thinking of. I'm so fixated on the field Phillies right now that. Did you see the? Did you see the the video that Richie sent us where Edge got into it with Ricky Starks and he called him a vanilla midget version of the Rock? I did. <laughs> I was dying. First yeah, of was... all, first of all, Ricky Starks to me, he's kind of bleh, but he is literally dressing like the Rock. Yeah, yeah. And so when when apparently though when Edge said that or Adam Copeland, sorry, uh, when Adam Copeland said that, it really pissed him off. And then that's why he came up with the bug eyes comment, because <laughs> he called he called Edge bug eyes, and uh, or Adam Copeland, fuck. Yeah, close enough. Um, so apparently there's he's seen like so Edge is starting. Fuck it. Edge is starting to see <laughs> some of the same shit and some of the same immaturity that CM Punk saw when he was there. Mm. And it's not sitting well with him. So oh I don't know how long this whole thing is going to last. Yeah. Did, did it come out to say how long he signed for? Or is it kind I, of open-ended? I, I don't remember. I'm sure it said it somewhere. It's a multi-year deal. Um, yeah. 
it, it you know it it's funny because you look at some of the other guys that have lasted long now i'm not saying like uh, christian for example um i just don't know that there was a spot for him in current wwe and i think he's a guy that just could still work and worked at a high level anywhere i think that's just the kind of person that he is and the kind of wrestler that he is look, look at billy gunn and i know he's got a great thing going um and always has you know different funny things but he's kind of had his you know transgressions before and he's he's been in and out of some some things I don't know that there was ever going to be a fit for him. So back in the WWE at, for what he's doing now, comparatively, uh, maybe the immaturity thing for him still works, <laughs> you know, maybe, but you would think though, that, that Moxley's going to put stomp that shit out. That Jericho would be stomping that shit out. That Brian Danielson would be stomping that maybe shit. The out. Paychecks are too nice. That's true. And, and that's, but, but that's what's, I, I guess maybe it was they've been there long enough and nobody really did that to them on screen because of the angles that they were in. Right. And I think that Edge seeing this on screen in one of his first angles kind of – because you could tell, dude, he was – I don't think he's that good of an actor. No, no. To, no. to be able to – give that kind of an angry response. Like he was genuinely pissed and I hope I'm wrong. I really fucking do, but I don't know how long he's going to be in AEW if it, if this shit keeps up. Yeah. And I, but, and that said, I don't think Ricky Starks is the guy that you pick him over edge. Let Ricky Starks go be a nobody over in impact or in NWA. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's uh, that's that's he's one of the guys that and look, I, I've got nothing for him. So I mean, I don't know that yeah. he, you know, is going to uh, make a name for himself outside of any higher than what he already has. So, right. I mean, for fuck's sake, they've got him working with uh, Big Bill. Yeah. <sighs> Some of these renames are just terrible, but they have no choice, really. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's better than W. Morrissey. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, you got to think closes up with. Um, fuck the Jets. Fuck the Cowboys. Fuck the Astros. Fuck the Rangers. And fuck the Diamondbacks. <laughs>